into the time machine going back 21 years to talk about david e kelly's award-winning series the practice we are here in covid week two how are things going well this week's episode is called happily ever after and unfortunately that couldn't be further from the truth that we're living keith (laughs) well we can hope i mean the episode titles have been prescient thus far that's i mean we had infected the week this all went down so perhaps we will be happily ever after. Well, still a tale of two cities that I'm living in currently, and I guess countries. We have now, at this point, if you're following us in semi-real time, we now lead the world in uh, active COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations. And We're number one. We're number one. People are both simultaneous, and much like American discourse at all times, people are both hyper taking it seriously and also not taking it seriously whatsoever. And yep. so the the voices of reason in the middle are getting drowned out. So it's a scary time. I have started taking a half of my wife's Xanax every night and I've never been one to medicate uh, pharmaceutically. So <clears throat> there we have it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a, it's a crazy, scary, weird time, you know, and, uh, I I was sick this week. I don't, you know, who knows who knows what it is. I feel fine, like I'm I'm better, but it's also like who knows? Who knows? Generally when you see these scary movies of the pandemics, it's a deadly disease for everyone. So if you get it, you die. And that's why there's right. widespread panic. This is not that case. 80% of people a lot of those people won't even know they had it. <clears throat> they got a couple coughs, you know what I mean? Right. It's those 20% down to that 2% that are critically ill. And it's like, so it's it's this test of humanity because you are probably, a lot of us are probably going to be fine. But is it important enough to you to take the precautions so other people are fine too? Yes. And what's scary to me is, well, what's disheartening, and we talked about it last week, is that a great number of people are not doing that. Our president doesn't seem to give a shit. He doesn't seem to give half a shit and for anyone who wants to argue that, I, I just think you're 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 choosing denial. Yeah. Well, I don't think he feels human empathy. Like yeah. I, I think he is like classic sociopath. But 
I went for a run this morning. I decided to get back. I need to just start running again because I've been doing literally nothing but shoving calories into my face for two weeks running. <laughs> Sleeves of Oreos. I've been doing Oreos. that for about 10 years, but yeah. I was really working up for the apocalypse. And our neighborhood, Keith, I ran past your apartment. I ran all through our neighborhood. And <clears throat> though a good portion of them are going to the park and not doing their due diligence with the social distancing, I will say this. I'm seeing a ton of notes and flyers and signs and coloring things being hung on people's windows and doors saying thank you to first responders and to those people who are delivering our food and putting themselves at risk so that we can stay fed healthy and and i thought i sort of got a little bit more of a boost to my uh confidence in our humanity at least in this neighborhood oh that's great you know getting out of the city you know you feel you know, you feel complicated about it for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sorry to be missing that because there was something really special about New York in crisis. And um, Yeah, they're I building hospitals here. everywhere. I mean, you saw the yeah. hospital they're building in Central Park right now. Yeah, yeah. I moved to New York on 9-11-2002, the one-year anniversary. And it was, I mean, obviously weird. But there was a real true sense of a city pulling together. And it's nice to see that happening. And hopefully that's going to happen all over the country. I hope so. It's it's cool to see the majority, not everyone, but the majority of governors, state governors, stepping up to uh, be grownups and to get their states through. You know, I wish that we yeah. were able to work a little more collaboratively. But currently, we are we are bidding each other like it's Antique Roadshow. Yeah, state, state to against state. state. It's crazy. Well, I will I will say this. I was out for a walk this morning here in New Jersey, and uh, I also saw a sign uh, in the front of a house, but instead of a, like, go first responders, thank you doctors, it was a box spring turned on its side, spray-painted, you honk, we drink. Okay. <laughs> well, it's spring bake somewhere. <laughs> it is... Uh, here in Jersey, uh, we're not in Wildwood, but we're close. Oh, oh! Well, guess what? We are indeed living that La Vida Loca. That's apropos. We are. Oh, wow! That happened because I have two wireless mice: one who controls the laptop and one the computer. And I went to go move a box. I'm like, why isn't the box moving? Because I was hitting the wrong mouse. Did you think that Keith escaping to a secluded bunker in an undisclosed location? would cause us to stop over technicling. That's not even a word. Technicling? Uh, technicling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, boy. No, we will not be getting any more competent. Don't worry. But I think it's time to officially start the show. Yes, it could and- be complete boredom or it could be actual anticipation, but I am pumped for the season oh, finale. it's going to be exciting. It's a season finale. Season finale of the season three of The Practice. But we must begin with filings and subpoenas. Filings and subpoenas. Filings and subpoenas. Filings and subpoenas. We just have one quick one because we f- keep forgetting to give out our contact info. True. Anywhere you know in the first two and a half hours of the episodes, but we did hear from our benefactor Leanne Rice who wrote on the picture of Saul Rubinek from last episode, Better Call Saul Rubinek. 
great, great shows, great reference. And you pointed out that he is doing fine work on Hunters. Hunters. Yeah, which I just started watching and it's it's fun. I I saw some of the controversy about it not being, you know, historically correct. And I, I totally get that. But now having seen it, I'm like, oh, it's sort of like a Tarantino thing. It's not pretending to be right. historically it's, it's accurate. It's very Tarantino meets comic book meets... Uh, yeah, I'll say that I think the performances, especially you're not... How far are you? I'm only two and a half episodes in. As, towards the latter half of the season, Saul Rubinek and his wife, I can't think of her name right now. Oh, uh, uh, Rita... Yeah, from Scrooged. From well, and also from uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Oh yeah, and from Taxi, I think, isn't it? Anywho, they have towards the latter half of the season, they have some scenes that are just, oh, uh, just amazing. So, and Pacino's great, obviously. I mean, the whole the show's very great, and I think the stylization is really cool. I'm a little let down with how it all concludes, but that's we can discuss that off air. Oh, Carol Kane. Carol Kane, yeah, of course, of course. Okay. Well, so let me do what I said we were going to do. Please reach out. Send us a filing and subpoena at outofpracticepodcast at gmail.com. Send us a message. Send us a whatever on social media, on Instagram at outofpracticepodcast and Facebook at outofpracticepodcast. Check out our blog at outofpracticepodcast.blogspot.com to see our ranking of all the episodes and a whole bunch of pictures and graphics, which I do every week for my own enjoyment. <laughs> Mine too. I'm always the first to like them. You are. You are. And I appreciate that. I'm glad, you know, I, I appreciate the support. I, uh, we, Keith, the, uh, everybody, the Inquiring Minds want to know, I, I reached out to Dylan McDermott uh, via oh. social media. Breaking our cardinal rule. Yeah, it's true. But if it's somebody on the show, I know that's even worse. But in this, they got a lot of free time too now. So if you want to put a social media campaign in, listener, dear listener, to get somebody from the show on our show, do it just to spite Keith. <laughs> no. Anyway, then so we'll have to like try and. Oh, you will eat it up. So I'm guessing he didn't write back. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> All right. So it's just us today. But then again, I wouldn't really know because you posted on something he posted. So if you're look, if you're going to invite people like a lunatic, you have to keep up with whether or not they respond. Fair the de- de- deal. Okay. Well, we're going to take a break from all of the apocalypse, and we're going to hop in the time machine twenty one years ago to May 9th, nineteen ninety nine. It was the spring. It was a happy, beautiful time, and it's time to ask what was going on this day in the basement. But I think, because this is the season finale, we should, in this day in the basement, talk about what happened during the off-season mm. between season three and season four. So so you can you can talk about May 9th if you want, but if you want to just give us a quick intro on what happened over that summer... Yes. That would also be appropriate. Well, they kind of go hand in hand. So I alluded to it, and I'm still looking for it. I don't think I just can't access any of my stuff at my mom's house currently because I can't leave my house. Right. There exists a CD of the a, rec- a live recording of the last concert I played with that right, band. Right, right. 
Uh, in lieu of that, that might have to wait maybe until things change. I'll say this. My girlfriend at the time, who I've brought up many a time, it's interesting because we have zero contact these days. I think she's a flight attendant, and I believe she's married uh, to a woman. And uh, But we had this wonderful summer. This was like my first just wonderful in-love summer. I was going off to college. She had already gone off to college to Shippensburg University. Right, right. She was the older woman. And I was doing a lot of driving up there. So from where I was to there was probably about three hours and I was making a ton of mixes. And Keith? <laughs> mixes. I found one of them. No. I'm showing up to the camera. Cape, was it say Cape May? No, it's oh, Car Mix. Car Mix. Disc Car Mix 099. Car Mix 2 in 99. Yes. Um, so I so was, let's hear what's, what's, what's on Car Mix 02. In 99. There's a bunch of stuff that you would know, like uh, just like pop tunes you would expect on a on a traveling CD, like some Dave Matthews, some uh, I Would Walk 500 Miles by The Pretenders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there's this song that I will tag at the end of the episode because it's, ap- it's so offensive. But because I was oh, no. 19 years old, I thought it was hysterical. It's by a band called The Bloodhound Gang, and it's called You're Pretty When I'm Drunk. Great. And great. it is absolutely atrocious. So I will. I'm so glad that'll be gracing our yes. ears. But uh, so that was the that's the closing track, and the opening track of the CD is "What's my What's my name again? What's my age again?" By uh, "What's my age again?" Uh, it's that that like rock pop band, pop rock band. What's my age again? Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, you you're so lucky you got that because I had the I had the better podcast jingle ready to go. Oh, I figured it out. Um so I was listening to an eclectic mix of stuff. Uh and I was doing a lot of visiting back and forth, playing gigs with my band until that all fell to shit and uh getting ready to leave my hometown for college. This was the summer, the fi- what do they call it? The the age of innocence. This was it. This was the final age of innocence summer. Wow. But I'm trying to think about what would be on my mix at that point. It would have been, uh, it would have been tenor arias. It would have been like the Sunday in the Park cast recording. I do the have Secret one Garden cast recording. I have for some reason I'm Martin Gare. The title track is on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Martin Gare. Yeah, I'm like I'm of all things to put on there. I couldn't believe it wasn't Rent, but there you go. Yeah, no, Rent would have been on mine. Yeah, I had, you know, I didn't have any friends or social life, so it was all opera and show tunes, which is exactly the same as it is today. Not much has changed in that regard. Okay, Keith, what about you? What was the summer of love for Parviarto? Well, it it was the summer of loneliness love-wise. Shocker. Spoiler alert to everybody. But as I've mentioned before, this was the summer of Fat Joseph. Oh, so I was playing Joseph in Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat with the Lamoille County Players up in Lamoille, Vermont. So this was uh, the summer in, I forget what theater it was. It's some sort of tiny little theater, no air conditioning, definitely had heat stroke a couple of times in the dead of the summer on stage under the lights. Uh, but I was uh, chubby opera Joseph. 
and had a had a lovely time. Um, my uh, my best friend growing up, Nate, was playing the piano for it, so we drive back and forth. And uh, I would. This is how I got chubby. Every night after the show at like eleven, we'd go to McDonald's, and I'd get a supersized number one with an extra Big Mac, two apple pies, and a giant soda, and mm. didn't understand why I was still chubby. Two apple pies. Well, because they were like two for one at that point. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, a deal's a deal. I mean, I wasn't not going to eat the extra pie you gave me. Uh, I mean, I'm not rude. And that's when we had a metabolism. (laughs) Right? Oh, can you imagine what I would, I mean, I would right now would be sort of uh, thunderous Joseph. (laughs) Be like Jabba the Joseph. Oh, boy. Oh, it would be intense. Uh, But I really enjoyed doing that show had a blast didn't know we weren't good but i will it didn't really even matter at that point remember no i mean it's community theater and everyone was so excited and we had fun and if i can find it uh i was on the cover of lamoille something something at that point if i can find a picture of it i'll post it on uh instagram okay so there it is uh we have now completed our cycle of joseph's and we never, Who we did never not did, take we, their shirts off. We never did the mega mix. No, 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 no. In fact, I've only ever. Uh, we're not going into that. Another time, another story. Oh no, I can't. I, I'm excited about that. I'm thinking about the times I've had to take my shirt off for a show, and it's only happened on a, a few occasions. And on one occasion, and I, actually, we're going to get to this. Oh, so okay. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll plant a teaser. It was in my first professional job, which will happen in about another season or two, and. Uh, I had to take my shirt off and wax my chest because I was doing a production of Hello Again. Right. And uh, I'll just leave it here. Here's the teaser. I cut my nipple off. (laughs) 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 So stay tuned for that tale of woe. Oh, wow. (coughs) And plus, like, waxing your chest is something. You're Italian. Yeah, we all know. We'll get to that, too, probably. (laughs) (laughs) We probably will. (laughs) How'd you get your agent, Mike? Uh, well, my first. And to call her an agent is being very, very nice. <laughs> we've talked about that before. Okay. Shout, what were we listening to, Keith? Although we've already ruined that, too. We Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> the number one hit on May 9th, 1999, continued to be Ricky Martin's La Vida Loca. We were listening to that while we were going to see The Mummy. The first The Mummy. Brandon Fraser, right? Brandon Fraser uh, took in $43 million. We were reading the Burlington Free Press, which talked about the Chinese burning down the U.S. consulate, which is we accidentally bombed the Chinese consulate in Belgrade, in former Yugoslavia, during the war. And then <laughs> I'm talking about the war in Yugoslavia, and you're, like, dancing. Yeah. Love it. It is... Hard not to dance to live in La Vida Loca. Outside, inside, out, live in La Vida Loca. Pushing for you out. Let's see it through. Her lips are dead. I don't know the words. La Vida Loca. Something else. La Loca. Now, interestingly, Keith. I'll point out that my senior year in high school, I had a the greatest Spanish teacher of all time. His name was Mr. Wadenmaker. 
And oh. he invented a board game called El Centro. And it was it was like the Spanish board game, and he was shopping it to all these board game companies. So my entire senior year of Spanish, what we would do is tr- like, uh, I guess, beta test his board game, his Spanish board game, and listen to nothing but Ricky Martin. <laughs> Ricky Martin. But only his Spanish albums, his Spanish language albums. So that was my, it. Was awesome. We played board games and listened to Ricky Martin. So I am a I own multiple Ricky Martin CDs. Do you really? I do. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. He is, by all accounts, a, a nice guy. I, I had friends who uh, toured with him when, he, in between uh, Menudo and this, he did uh, Les Mis. Oh, that's right. That's right. So he was a he was a Marius in Les Mis, and they said he knew absolutely nothing, but he was a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Didn't know upstage from downstage, but. Oh, no. Hey, look, as long as as long as you're a nice person and you treat the art form with respect, I'm totally on board. Okay, well, it is finally time to talk about the damn episode. Oh, Jesus. Still. Can you tell me the weather? Just feeling today. Because we all need to know. Was it hot or did it snow? Tell me the weather from 21 years ago. That's a very catchy thing. Yeah, thank you, buddy. It's it's 44 degrees outside in New York City today, but man, if we got in that time machine and we went back to May 9th, 1999, Keith, it was 70 degrees. Perfect day. And we could go outside? We could go outside. It made it to a high of 72, only down to 55 at night. Beautiful sunset. Over the Hudson River, golden. Uh. <laughs> I just got uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I didn't shit myself. I was just thinking about. <laughs> I was thinking about what the days when you could walk past someone and not have to run into the middle of the street with panic and fear. Well, I'm so glad that something happened on the show. For our season finale that prompted you to have to point out to our listening audience <laughs> that you did not shit yourself. Yet. Yet. The episode is young. No, we have, I mean, and it's a big one. It's a season finale, so anything could happen. And anything could happen would be written by David E. Kelly, of course, and directed by veteran director Dwight H. Little, who last directed Of Human Bondage. So we are going to find out whether or not we can live happily ever after, after one more thing. What is that supposed to mean? What's your problem? Is this what happens to women when you insert your penis? What? What does Mike think's gonna happen? You know, what if he would have drank the curdled milk? Then what would have happened? You know, I should point out, Keith, before I jump into this, that uh, our founding member, Leanne Wrights, also made a comment somewhere on something that <laughs> she's almost caught up. So she's like... Uh, oh, is she? She's like at 318 now, I think. So she's on her way. Oh, wow. All right. And uh, she got to the episode in which we read that feedback where we were going to cut down the bumpers, the bumpers? and stuff. And she said, good God, no, please don't do that. (laughs) Well, as you know by now, Leanne, no worries. (laughs) 
Although I do think that that feedback made sense because I thought to myself, well, if he's watching the episodes along with us and every time we stop the episode, he has to pause his Hulu. Right. It's, prob- it's probably maddening. I'm, I'm, I find us maddening <laughs> under any circumstances. But you know what? It is what it is. I tried to watch uh, the Westworld last night with some friends and we all tried to sync up our Hulus. And after about 13 seconds, we were like, nah, forget it. We'll just talk after. Yeah, no, that's that's a nightmare. <coughs> so well, it's be- this season. Well, go ahead. Oh, go- no, 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 I was just uh, Jillian and I were doing the same thing because we're quarantined from each other right now while we're fighting off whatever it is that we have. So we were FaceTiming and trying to watch Tiger King in bedrooms next to each other. Well, there's these ex- there's these browser extensions you can download now that sort of do it for you. Yeah, yeah, but we, we didn't want to do that. That's annoying. Yeah, that is annoying. So. Here's what I know. Here's what I think. Happily ever season, after. Let's it's the go. season finale. And last season finale is when we got Bobby McRambo. Or it might have been the penultimate episode. Yeah, it was the penultimate. was the one where, uh, where Jimmy Young got shot. Yeah. So I think, I know you've been hyping this episode. I think that the stakes are going to be real high. So I think that we've gotten some Eugene. We've gotten, so here are the two people I think are going to be Head important here. Okay. I can't believe that Bobby's not going to be a central figure here. I think Bobby, something's going to cause Bobby to flip his shit. Okay. I also think Helen Gamble is not done. We have to see some sort of resolution to her, like flipping out with the grandma. She's with the with the with the nun, excuse me. Right. And then she sent that guy, that kid to prison over the nun thing. I think the nun thing is where we have to go with this. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm saying Bobby McRambo and the nun. And lastly, I want to say, I don't know if it's uh, Larroquette. I think that would be too beautiful. But I feel like a blast from the past is going to come in. Oh, okay. All right. I, and you I say all of this not having seen the episode or gotten any spoilers. Well, I saw the previously on. Okay. And they talk about the nun and they talk about... <laughs> that's true. <laughs> they talk about the nun. and th- That's it, though. That's the only thing that I kind of know for sure. Okay. All right. How fun. Does that mean I'm right? I'm I'm not telling you. You're either very right or very wrong. Oh, well. Par for the course. Yeah. Stay tuned, folks. So we still have to uh, run our one ad for, for our one sponsor. Here we go, ad. The season finale of season three, episode 23, Happily Ever After. I'm leaving any second. When? As soon as Bobby gets here. Would it be so terrible if you had your blind date without us? Yes. All right. He should have been here a half hour ago. Well, I think he's here now. Bobby? Hurry up. Goodbye. All right. Bobby, you're late. Helen's mad at me now. Because... Oh, the episode is empty. It's dark. Lindsay Bobby. is being underscored. Feels tense. <laughs> I, I'm working on it, Keith. <laughs> I'm experiencing this as a podcast. Oh, this underscoring is really giving away Bobby. something's about to happen to her. Funny. It's not. F- okay, so clearly. 
they're sort of overplaying their hand here, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, do you feel like some shit's going to go down? Yeah, I mean, it's dark. Why are all the lights off in the office? <laughs> Why is she walking around calling for Bobby in the dark? Right, well, they were going to meet up with Helen. Hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. You, what's going to happen? There's a lot of, uh, I'm hearing a lot of like electrical feedback on your side there, Keithy. Oh, well, you know, it's, uh, it's how we roll. All right, Funny. so what's going to happen? All right, let's do this. I mean, turn the light on, girl. Holy shit. Is that a ninja? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. The ninja just got stabbed. That was a butcher knife. Holy shit. Oh, she seems rather calm. <laughs> she seems Or dead. Or dead. Whoa, that is how you start a season finale, kids. Holy we have our main shit. character get stabbed by apparently a ninja. It was either a ninja or some sort of bishop from the Renaissance. Yeah, boy. All wow, right. okay. So the stakes are starting high. So you were right about the high stakes. Yes, indeed. Well, if anything would cause Bobby to go Bobby McRambo, it's his girlfriend getting stabbed to hell. It Seriously, yeah. She looks like she got pretty seriously stabbed. So that is now our second uh, major character who was mortally wounded at the end of a season. Oh, yeah, Jimmy got shot. Right. You've reached the law offices of Donald Young Dolan. Mm. Please leave. Oh, she's a fighter, Keith. So we're still in the same scene. Where the hell are you guys? She's crawling to the phone. He's as funny as a heart attack. I'm dying here. Dying. Okay, but here's the thing. Lindsay, you here? Oh, so, shit. So, so, oh, my God. Yeah, hold on. Pause it right there. Because <clears throat> the way this is structured, we are sort of le led to believe that there's continuous action between the end of the teaser and the beginning of act one. So time hasn't passed. But if you go back and watch it, she was on the phone with Helen. She puts the phone down. There are 73 seconds that elapse before Helen calls back saying, where the hell are you? Hmm. So either there's a time jump that's unclear or Helen is very impatient. Well, I think both of those things happen to be kind of true. All right, so Bobby has walked in to find Lindsay bleeding on the floor. Yeah, Lindsay, who seemed like she was fading to death there at the end, too, of the of the stinger, and then when they fade back in, she's crawling. She could have passed out for a bit, yeah, and then was woken up by the phone. We'll see. Oh my God! No, call nine one one first, Dylan. Lindsay, call nine one one first. He's cradling her. None. None. Uh, I mean, why was he, what was he doing? Who knows? But it wasn't a ninja, it was a nunja. Call the OR, give me a chest tray. Alright, there's a lot of blood here, especially for the Claire! Wait, so her heart's got a pulse, normal sinus rhythm. Muffled heart sounds. So she, you may have a tap it so on. Lindsay you died. <laughs> Technically, yeah. yeah. Giving her some sort of EpiPen type of thing. 
You ready to crack the chest? Scalpel. They're gonna crack her chest. They're gonna do hand massage. Yikes! But if her heart is, they, she has a pulse. Why are you cracking her chest? Well, why were they also letting Bobby just hang out in the OR there? Still in surgery. He paid extra for the tour. I don't know anything. Bobby and Helen are hugging. Probably an inappropriate time for them to rekindle. She, she said Probably. none. But some good performances here. We got good tears from both. She just like that, Tom Brady. And, and she, and she said none. So the attacker was dressed as a nun, I guess, the not a ninja. The order was punctured. We think we repaired it, but the next twenty-four hours. Give him to keep saying You're it. Just, yeah, hard. okay. Fair. No, what? She went through a lot of punishment. It's amazing that she even made it here. Where is she? She's in ICU. Yeah, I mean, he stabbed her in the stomach, though, so shouldn't her intestines be all, like, filleted? Okay. Yeah, well, and that's got to be, like, the, the worst part of it. It's also incredibly painful, as I understand it. Oh, but while we're doing, let's, let's interrupt this important scene to do... Really serious doctor lady! Lady who probably should think about using that ventilator for other things than Lindsay. Well, she isn't breathing on her own, apparently, so... Maybe they could split it in half, because we know we are... We need... We critically need ventilators, Keith. I don't feel like we need ventilators. Like, I just, like... I feel like it won't be an issue. They're, they're sneaking out the back door. They're clearly not just... Ugh, fucking hell. All right. That doctor is played by Annie Corley from the Bridges of Madison County, Seabiscuit, The Killing, Monster, and she was in the pilot... Of the West Wing. Oh. Interesting. As that, like, uh, angry religious lady. Aren't they all? But I wanted to stay calm. You no can comment. tell you're here. Lindsay. It's me, Bobby. Oh. Helen's, that's who it is. Helen's with me, too. You just hold on. You're gonna be fine. Hold on. We'll be right here when you wake up. She does appear we'll to be, be right in pretty here. rough shape. Yeah. We just spent a long time looking at her. Ooh, they're mopping up the blood in the office. Ugh. I mean, they're sort of cutting themselves off the knees for next season finale. I guess <laughs> somebody else can't die. They get all they need. That's true. Eugene, well, there's more cast Bobby's members. Bobby's gotten this morning on Watson, of them. the carjacker murder. I'll do it. I'll get the file. Good lighting. They're clearly... This is like first thing in the morning. Excuse me. Bobby hasn't Sorry. slept all night. No change, Bobby? No. You got the Watson file? Uh, Bobby, uh, I thought I'd take it. I can do it. No, you can't. Yeah, but do you think on this circumstances, Bobby, I'm fine. You're not fine. I can do it. Bobby looks like season one, Bobby. <laughs> he does. 
It's like, oh, I'm so upset. Let me Every go get an ill that suit. Church, bring them all in. Helen. She said none. Look, we don't know. Lindsay freed the nun killer. Now she gets stabbed by a nun. I'm going to play a hunch and say it was somebody that works in that church. Get every back. one of them in here for questioning. Look, we could question them there. I want them here. I want it in our control. I want them sequestered from each other. Wait, she wants them if to bring, bring in them all here, the nuns? It's custodial. Do you want every to be reading nun. Miranda to 50 nuns? Well, her logic yes, is... Get them. That she got somebody who killed the nun. Three two six two three. Commonwealth versus Joseph Watson, second degree murder. Bobby Donald for the defendant, Your Honor. Wave reading. Curtis Simmons for the Commonwealth. We'd be opposing bail. My client isn't a flight risk. That's the simplest detective work. That's very bad. <laughs> Let's. Think, well, well, we don't have a lot of time. Our A story is going to be pretty big here. <laughs> no, I meant like there's a. She got a nun killer off, so the nuns want to murder her? Oh, 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 So bring oh. all the nuns in? Nuns seem like the least uh, likely demographic to go murder people. I don't know. I mean, they're pretty pissed. They're pretty pissed. They're having Meanwhile, none of it. No, they are having none oh, of it. Oh, God, you got to get out of the habit of making jokes oh. like that. Oh, oh just going to, as lay people... All right, uh, so Tyrese Allen is back as Curtis Simmons as the uh, prosecutor here. He was in Last in Trees in the Forest, and we're going to hear from old friend Linda Hunt as the judge in this case. Meanwhile, the defendant in Bobby's case here is played by Steve Carrieri. Has he been in other shows? No. <laughs> risk. Safety risk. This is the first time he's ever shot anybody. Allegedly. The first I'm denying bail. The defense asks for a probable cause hearing. This afternoon? Fine. I'll see Mr. Donald in chambers. Even she's going to be like, why are you at work, Bobby? How's she yep. doing? She's still in critical condition. And you? I'm fine. Do you think maybe we could get somebody in your firm to handle this case? I'm fine. It's 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 a good distraction. Yes, and you look distracted. Do you know what you just said out there? This is the first time he's ever shot somebody. That's not judge good Hiller's defending such a good talk. Judge. So good. Why not take a few days? And do what? Would you sit next to her bed? Yes. I can't do anything for her there. And what are you doing for her by taking this case? Yeah, what if she wakes up? She should have a friendly face looking back at her. She like really invested okay. in this random case. Bobby, if anything happens to me, you need to go to court. Defend that murderer. Hey. Hi. Lucy's there though, like a good pal. That's right. The doctor she got through a whole season. She's part of the team now. You're doing good. Lucy's here. You you've been talking to her. Well, I've been afraid to since everyone says I'm annoying. Wow, way to grind that axe. <laughs> yeah, boy. Now's the time. Her parents just left. We all love you. Man, Dylan's really giving it to us right now. Look, he he wants this oopsie. 
I love you. He's gonna have some work to do, but he wants it. If you thought his eyes were dreamy, cleared, you should see them all teared up. You just keep getting all steamy. They sparkle, they shine. Oh, it's a priest. It's that priest. Yes, it is. It is Robert Prosky, back as the priest before, who killed a lady doing an exorcism. So maybe that's what that's maybe that's what Lindsay needs. Maybe she needs an exorcism. Now, does that this guy can do it? <clears throat> does that count as my my blast from the past? Could be. Could not be. We'll see. I forgot he, not dying. he, he killed out. that lady. Get out! She's Bobby, not she dying, Bobby. It's me, Patrick. <sighs> We remember. I'm sorry. I thought. I thought. I know. All right. I understand. Are you Does okay? she need an exorcism? <clears throat> Pound on her chest a little bit. See what happens. <laughs> Maybe yeah, she man, just likes really rough sex whilst unconscious on a ventilator. That's a reference to the the, the rape case last week. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. You're like, that's inappropriate Amen. even for you. Jeez. <laughs> it's our season finale, too. Evidently, the police are on a major nun roundup as we speak. You'll recall <laughs> Lindsay Dole was the attorney who secured the freedom of major Michael Major nun roundup! The man accused of murdering and mutilating sister Caroline Oakes. Ms. Dole has apparently identified a nun as her attacker. And the police think the two cases... They really went uh, all out on the graphics for that fake TV. Oh, you know, it just says WXDE. Nothing else on the screen. You know, I'm playing this out a little bit in my mind, Keith. Just, you know, I'm trying mm -hmm. to poke holes into this ironclad theory we're working on. <clears throat> if I'm going to... In fact, let me pitch it to you. Okay. You're a nun. Oh, yes. Yes, I am. Okay, get, the, get into that mind space. Okay, okay, great. I'm here. I'm here. A, I'm here. A, a friend... I'm married to the Lord. Right, yes. Now, a co-bride of yours to the Lord, a friend... Okay. A, a friend... In fact, she's a friend who lent, lent you her rosary at one time. Oh, God, I hate it. I dropped mine. She got murdered. Oh, bummer. And the guy who murdered her got let off. Mm -hmm. And Oh, boy, I'd, I'd be mad. And you're mad. Yeah. Uh, not only is your friend dead, but you're not getting that rosary back. No, no, she totally took it with her to the grave. Yes. So you decide, well, I could pray for her or I could go murder that bitch. Right, right. So clearly you choose murder that bitch. Uh, obviously, with a you know giant butcher knife that's not really good for killing people. Right, so you grab a butcher knife from the nun house mm -hmm. and you somehow break into her law office. Through the door, Through the door which was okay. unlocked. True or false? Yeah. Do you wear your nun habit? Well, how else would she know who stabbed her? Because, mm. like, if I'm getting revenge, I want her to know. Before she dies. Before she dies. I would, however, you know, I wouldn't half-ass it. Like, I'd make sure she's dead. Yeah, you wouldn't. You probably stabbed her. her and left. It seems like a little half-assed. Hmm. You're right. And, you know, and nuns are nothing if they, they make commitments. You're right. I don't know. It just doesn't, it's something's not adding up. Okay. All right. How did this nun know Lindsay would be working late alone? I didn't tell. I'm not accusing you of telling. I'm asking a question. 
Can't anybody ask a question around here without people getting all defensive? Why is everything in attack? Well, good to see you don't get defensive. Hey, oh, you know what? Right. Right. I don't know. Fight. Let's not be biting each other's heads off. Oh, please. it's a I'm season not one show. a simple question, and Lucy gets all You're defensive. You're accusing me of everything. Come on, cut it out. We all needed lines in the season finale, so Suspect we shoehorned that scene in. We detained him. The defendant. Yes. We found articles belonging to the victim in his pockets, so we placed him under arrest for murder, read him his rights, brought him down to the precinct. Did his he ever ask for his lawyer? He barked out he was entitled to a phone call to call his lawyer, told him he could make that call when he got to the precinct. Did he make that call? I believe he did. Uh, he left a message on the lawyer's machine. Thank you. Did you have occasion to question the defendant? Yes, I did. During which interrogation oh, he confessed to killing. Guy on the stand. Expert testimonier. Yes, the expert testimonier, the the uh, detective in the case, is legendary character actor Daniel Von Bargen. From Super Troopers, Shaft, RoboCop 3, The Postman, Malcolm in the Middle, Seinfeld, Broken Arrow, and Basic Instinct. This guy's everywhere. Jennifer Lyman, the owner of the vehicle. He just confessed. That's correct. Did he hand you a cookie with this confession? Objection. Sustained. He never asked for his lawyer during the interrogation? No, he did not. Did you know he had called his lawyer? No, I did not. You didn't know when you walked into the room to interrogate him that he had made a call to his lawyer? I was told he was thinking about contacting a lawyer, that's all. So what'd you say when you walked in? Did you say anything with respect to his hiring a lawyer? I said he was free to bring in an attorney, and of course, legally entitled to, but that he also might want to consider talking to me without one. Why? Basically, I convinced him that with cooperation comes my recommendation for leniency. Well, we've got we another Sixth Amendment case. Then he decided to speak with me voluntarily at that time without an attorney present. And it was in the course of this voluntary discussion that... He confessed to killing Ms. Lyman. I just Lyman. literally fell Thank off my chair. Your Honor, at this time, the defense <laughs> like, moves that wasn't that exciting to suppress my client's statement. Sixth Amendment right <laughs> like, to counsel. Oral arguments tomorrow, 2 o'clock. I'm very distracted with this case. I, I want to know about the nun. I need to know if Lindsay's okay. I, I can't deal with it. I'm basically Bobby right here. The whole weekend? <laughs> what about Oh my god, Holland Taylor's here too? Keith, true or false? Yes. If this was a good season finale, we'd mm -hmm. see some sort of sex scene with Jimmy Kittleson in her quarters right now. In like a completely inexplicably explicit sex scene? I.e. Like extended. I'm talking like Bobby. I'm talking Bobby and Helen on the floor of her bathroom answering phone calls. Oh, okay. Well, that that would be exciting. I just don't feel right being away right now. She and what is that portrait in her office? Is that Betsy Ross? It could be. Uh, could be Lizzie Borden. <laughs> She's in critical condition. You're right. I understand. Anything I can do, Jimmy? Just pray, I guess. With the rest of us. It's okay. The doctors say we should know something soon, but I don't know. You get nicked in the heart, you can't... 
Oh shit. Oh shit. So Bobby just knocked a folder. Bobby. Jimmy just knocked a folder exposing the surveillance photo that she had of Lindsay where she crossed her face out like a serial killer. The same Lindsay who now is in the hospital and he's asking her to pray for her. So let's do a little choose your own adventure since I just want to make this episode as long as humanly possible. Oh, yeah. We're going to waste half of the apocalypse for you. All right. So here's Jimmy. As of now, she hasn't clocked him noticing this picture. Now, door A. Jimmy does the smart thing, quickly realizes that potentially his new girlfriend is a psychopath or at least has Mm -hmm. some sort of weird thing against Helen or uh, Lindsay and play it cool, buy yourself some time and figure out what's going on. Uh Uh-huh. Door B. Bungle it as only Jimmy can by... Jimmy it up. Absolutely having no poker face and stumbling over his words and just being a complete boob. Ah, ah. I can only wager B. Okay, let's find out. What? Jimmy, are you okay? What? Oh, I was just uh, thinking about something the doctor said. That's all. Good cover. Wow, okay. Door A, I was wrong. Door A, baby. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm just... Uh, this... In... Also, when they... In... And we have to... a better podcast. When she initially was doing that to Lindsay, she, like, crossed out her eyes. She, like, scra- scratched off her eyes in the picture with a pen. But here... That is not the case. She basically, it's just her face colored in with blue pen. Did you see that? Uh, actually, actually, we are the better podcast. I can confirm that is the same photo. She started with her eyes, then continued doing the whole face. That's all. And I have a screenshot of it somewhere okay. if I can find it. Because it looked like there was I no eye right. cross out on that one. But it, yeah, I'm but just... You were wrong. Uh, this is all... Uh, Kind of stressful, you know. At the risk of seeming completely insensitive. Oh, boy. My mother told me that the day my father's father died, he was so despondent that all she wanted was to take his mind off it, even if it were just for a minute or two. You might get your wish. And when all else fails... Oh my god! I'm not gonna move that right now. <laughs> I am. He's getting basic instinct in himself. He sure is. Calling all extras. Do you have a nun's habit? Come on down to the. <laughs> That's right. The entire courtroom is filled with nuns. And I have brought up a screenshot. It looks right. Okay. I convinced him to do it all at once. There's no room in the police station. If this isn't a major civil rights violation. Go kill yourself. It isn't custodial counsel. Any one of them is free. All right, so I have a question for you. (laughs) That That was aggressive. She's very aggressive right now. She's very mad at nuns. So if a group of crows is a murder, what is a corporal of nuns? 
In Inquisition? The cru- okay. The Crucible? <laughs> the Crucible? Yes. All right. Yeah, good. In which case you told them they'd become suspects. Which just means more business for lawyers like you. You should be thanking me, you scum sucking. Helen. Helen. Go kill this yourself. This is Father O'Brien from the Archdiocese. Hello, what did you come kill to yourself. rescue one of your nuns before we can throw her in jail? Helen. You can go to hell. <laughs> I don't care. One of their nuns stabbed me. I need you a second in private. Look at all the nuns. Well, at least Jimmy's doing the right thing here and bringing it to Bobby. Remember the... You told me you thought Judge Kittleson was a, a psycho. A Though I don't nuts. think she that's is, but that's is. what you said, remember? Yeah, why? Do you really think she's crazy? Because they can fly. I don't. But maybe I'm too close. It was hard to see straight when a woman's got your... <sighs> Never mind. Jimmy, dick in her hands? what's yeah, we got it, going Jimmy. on? <laughs> I'm sure... This is nothing. Did he steal the picture? But I found a picture in her office. It was of you and Lindsay. Lindsay's face was all scratched out. A picture. I love that they're tying this up, though. Taken on the street yeah, it was bugging me. Like you were being stalked. I'm sure it's nothing, but... Now he's mad, Bobby. I can't get a warrant on that. She's crazy. She's obsessed with me. You don't know that. I do know it. Go to the magistrate in Middlesex. Drunk Harry gives out warrants like gum. Come on, you're the lawyers. We haven't got cause here. I heard her tell me she planned to kill Lindsay. What? In chambers. She said it. There's your cause. Go get the warrant. When did she say that? Nice try, Bobby. She did it. We've got the boyfriend, Jimmy Berluti, coming forward, implicating her. That's cause. He didn't really implicate her. Yes, he did. Right, Bobby? Right. Go get the warrant. Listen, Ray Bruto. Just do what the hell Helen wants. Christ. Yeah, because there's no way a judge would be able to get herself out based on that lie. Especially one who can give you Bobby, an erection from what across She's okay. the room. She's okay. Hold on. I said let's go. Listen to me. She looks worse than she is. Something went wrong with her breathing. But if it... Oh, crap. Not handled well, Eugene. Where's the doctor? She's out in the hall somewhere, but I have the information. I want the doctor. Okay. Okay. She went into respiratory distress. Basically, her lungs crashed, but they're inflating now. Why isn't she waking up? The doctor said that it was just going to take some time. It's been well, 24 she was hours. Dead, Why isn't she waking up? Bobby, <clears throat> why don't you just sit with her? No, I'm in court. I, I'm, in, I'm in court, and I, I got to... I'm in court. I can't sit down. This zoot suit tie is very heavy. If I sit down, I'm not getting back up, so... <laughs> Eleanor, would you uh, excuse us for a second? I'd like to talk to him. Yeah, filming in on the master plan behind Eleanor. this one. Eleanor. I think Bobby could use some Xanax. Bobby could definitely use some Xanax. Don't talk to me. I will talk to you. Though it should be noted, this does not count as you Bobby McGrath. You said by your mother so. holding her hand. No, he hasn't Didn't work for her, so I didn't ask you to come nobody's through been this. pushed out a window. Of course not. Yes. You go through everything alone, don't you? Why don't you go find somebody who needs your help? You mean like that dead baby you left on the step? Bobby? Or, or the one uh, who needs an exorcism? Oh, yeah. That lady I killed? It's a lot of corpses. <laughs> the, the bodies are piling up. 
You're really like lover. in his Don't church you? specifically. There's the lady he exercised well, to death. I tell you? There's the dead baby. There's also the kid you just passed they found in the, co- in the oh, closet. Right, right. You believe that God kills the people you love. That's your theory. He kills everyone else. That's my history. Fine. But she doesn't need a fat old priest holding her hand right now. She needs you. Oh. Voice of reason, though. True. I will say that it's a little strange. To, it's a little shoehorned in, like, all of a sudden Bobby's got some vendetta against God when he was, like, uber-religious before. I think he still is. I think he's just... I don't know. I I, I kind of <clears throat> buy it because people who have the most invested in something get the angriest when they feel like they've been betrayed. Okay. You know what? You sw- You sold me. Boom! I fixed it! How would you rank Kelly Williams' uh, unconscious play? So far, so good. So far, you know, it's not Jimmy pointing at the murderer <laughs> with his little gun hands. Okay, so Helen and Ray Abruzzo are going up to a door with cops. Oh, we've seen this door before. It's the rich lady's house door. Your Honor, we have a warrant to search oh, your house. Shit. If you'll excuse us, please. Oh, Check every closet shit. under every bed. Kittleson is getting searched. Is Step aside, Your Honor. What are you looking for? Evidence in I connection with Jimmy the attempted murder might be getting a Dear Jimmy what? letter soon. On what basis do you get such a warrant? Your Honor, if you'll just cooperate, we'll do this quickly. This is preposterous. Your Honor. I know she is your roommate, Miss Gamble, but that does not give you the Detective. Right. Oh, oh shit! There's a habit in the closet. Her rights. The leap of logic that just took place is insane. Walk us through it. Walk us through it. So we find out that she's got this hots for Bobby. And so she decides, and we know that because she crossed out a picture of Hel- uh, Lindsay's eyes in a, in a picture, then decides that she has to play it cool, so she starts dating Jimmy to for to cover her ass to, while she's right. plotting. She sees that Lindsay gets the nun murderer off and thinks, oh, what I'll do is dress up like a nun with a ninja mask on and murder Lindsay at the office and then hide the nun's costume in her closet. That's where we're at. Well, that's what's happened so far. Your Honor, if you place your hands behind your back. You are- and they only got the search warrant because they lied about... They lied and said that she said she was going to kill Lindsay. So they- Making a big mistake. You have the right to remain silent. This is one of those things where you damn well better win this or else she's going to obliterate you. Wow, that's nuts. Oh, I love it. It's so good. Season finale, baby! Season finale! Oh, shit. Judge on judge. Roberta. 
To be clear, if you're I just hearing innocent. audio, Linda you're just Hunt. talking. Linda Hunt ask. and Kittleson. What was with the nun suit? It was a costume. I was going to wear it to some Halloween party disguised as a prude. I... Good performance. Nothing too relevant. Yeah. A manuscript for a novel. Not she great started, for radio, so but... Pretty kicking murders. In it. <laughs> Stabbings? Yeah, but, Helen, there was no physical evidence. Uh, what about the little nun outfit? Says it was for a costume party. She would wear it to any party? Not that we could confirm. You can't convict someone for murder really because crazy, of that. Mike. I wouldn't go to an you arraignment sure with what can. we have so far. Keep looking. I'll push Especially the arraignment to judge. tomorrow. She'll make you take your pants off. Yeah, well, that we know is Bobby. for sure. Bobby, if you're doing court in half an hour, I think I'll take it. No, I can. Bobby. I can do it. Eugene, I said I can do it. Bobby. Why isn't she waking up? You said 24 hours. Well, it's been I... way more than 24 hours. Why isn't she waking Mr. up? Mr. Donnell, sometimes guests of this hospital need to be reminded that they're guests. I think Bobby should get so worked up he has a heart Bobby. attack. Ooh. Could throw the doctor out a window. Oh, Lindsay's up. needed to be shouted at. Yeah, you, um, you had, you had an accident, and, but, but you're, you're gonna be okay. You just, you just had an accident. You're in the hospital? Yeah. Judge Kittleson tried to I'm stab right you to death uh, and, in a um, Halloween costume. And Eugene's here, too. Um, I was stabbed. Some guy stabbed me. Yeah, but... Guy... <laughs> uh, you said uh, you, you said none. It was it was a guy in a nun suit. We've uh, run into a small problem. We might have got up a little half cocked. So you remember that bear we saw outside? Well, I sort of pissed him off. <laughs> By accusing I him sure, of murder. I lied. and Not just accused. I literally lied to an officer of the court to get you arrested for murder. So if the practice logic plays in, when we finally get whoever the, the suspect is, the true suspect is, it's only fitting that Kittleson should be the judge. Kittleson <clears throat> is going to murder everyone on screen. But make them take their pants down first. Did, did yeah. you see his face? <clears throat> he had a ninja mask on. But I saw his hands. And he was so strong. He couldn't have been a woman. It could have been. Why? could have had man hands. Are you sure? Yeah. <clears throat> Don't try to move. Just rest, okay? That's right. That's right. Oh my god, I just want to give Kelly a big hug and like cuddle with her. Gently. Right? Where is it? Where is it? No, not sexy like. Just I want to take care of her. Mike is inappropriately attracted to people dying in hospitals. I'm just nurturing, Keith. The nun killer. You said. 
said I was verbal. Speaking of nurturing, and I know this is very important, so I'll go back 10 seconds so we don't miss any of this, but I thought I was going to take care of your plants, those poor dying plants. Oh, I know. We're going to mail We're gonna mail the keys like tomorrow. Uh, we talked about it okay. today. When I get there and when everything's dead already, what do I do then? <laughs> well, you know, we'll send you a bill. <laughs> what? The nun killer. He said... He said I was virginal, and that, that, uh, after the case, he said, see you soon. Oh, well, that would have been good information to have before he stabbed you, Lindsay. Right? All right, so we're talking about, like, boy band frosted tipped nun killer from that she got off. Well, that she got what made, acquitted, let's put it that way. She got acquitted. Now, the other night, and she might have got him made... off after the stabbing. Boo! I'm just, it's his M.O., Keith. That's not, that's just, let's be scientific about it. <laughs> let's be scientific. Helen, he's got a barricaded door. You have to break it down. We will, Mike. got to go get Lindsay's statement first. It's the only way we can get a warrant. Is she okay? I think so. The guy she put back out there, can you believe it? Come on, Yes, yes, yes her, as a matter of wa- fact, I can believe it. <laughs> it makes a lot more sense. Then Judge Kittleson having a nun Kittleson. costume in her costume or closet. Yeah. Oxen we'll sheep. get him. We'll get him, Bobby. Don't worry. Of all red herrings, to have them find the nun's costume in Kittleson's closet is a little ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. But you know, and they only it's let the it season finale. They you only let it play out for like another minute and a half. There's a, there's a lot happening in this episode, okay? It's jam-packed. What is that green ball at the end of her bed there? Oh, shit. Jimmy's there to pick up Kittleson from the clink. And she pissed. You got Jimmy! I'm sorry. I saw the picture of Bobby and Lindsay with a face all scratched. My brain just started going sideways. I still have a lot of questions about that picture, however. Well, you know, it wasn't just the picture. It was the way they underscored the moment in the show. Well, it's not even so much about her scratching out the picture. Like, that's weird and creepy. But who took it? Like, who took that, like, weird surveillance picture of them? And well, why mean, did she have that? Well, also, and I don't know how the rest of this episode plays out, so we'll see, but they're really confusing, like, what we're supposed to think of Kittleson here, because it's... There's, there is a large gap between uh, borderline stalker and murderer. You know what I mean? She still could be a crazy stalker. Sure. Jimmy's eating a lot of crow here, though. He sure is. He asked for his... He probably should have took that blowjob when it was offered. Always. He might not be, uh, <laughs> he might not be getting that offer again. <laughs> Fair enough. Lawyer. He could no, enter he a worldwide pandemic where he has no uh, a human contact what for difference? a few months. We have no evidence that he wanted to engage the legal services. No, he was calling him to ask the price of fresh fruit. Come on, Mr. Simmons. Even if the court wants to conclude he asked for an attorney. The court does. 
He did not have an attorney. He was not represented by counsel. He'd only left a message on a machine. As soon as he asks for his lawyer... This man was not interrogated. Not interrogated? Detective Smiley said it would be better to cooperate. He never denied him the right to a lawyer. He didn't push forward with questions. All he said is it might be better for him to talk without a lawyer. And at that point, Mr. Watson agreed. It doesn't matter that he agreed. Why not? Are you suggesting he's not free to change his own mind? That's exactly what I'm suggesting. Once he asks for his lawyer... Counsel, your client is a career criminal. One could argue he knows how these things go. You're saying he lacks the right to change his mind and waive counsel? Yes. Once a suspect asks for his lawyer... You sound like a broken record. The law is a broken record. Don't you get that, you idiot? Hey! Bobby! The law says once he says, I need a lawyer or I want one or I think I want one, it's game over as far as the police goes. They don't even get to say, hi, how's it going? Why? If because he... we don't trust the police not to interrogate, and we don't trust these suspects to know what the hell is going on. They're stupid. We don't give them the right to wave counsel because they're so stupid they would. They're scum with third-grade educations. They kill people and laugh, and the courts are here to protect them at all costs. Counsel! We don't care about the victims. They're dead already. We come in here worrying about the Constitution and the rights of these brain-dead pieces of crap because they're what the system is all about. All right, Bobby. Now, you may not like that, but that's how it works. We need to protect these asses. And his Sixth Amendment rights were violated here. So as I... <laughs> I think Bobby needs a sandwich. <clears throat> this absolutely counts as Bobby McRando. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. He just called his client oh, a piece of client. shit. <laughs> a piece of shit, that's true. A matter of law, we need to put him back based out on there his so he can go shoot stash. somebody else. He is. Which is what you're going to do, right? Tell the judge you need to go out and kill somebody because you're running behind schedule. Bobby, no! We need nope. to protect the Bill he of Rights. He just picked him up by his collar. We need it's to protect Bobby the Bill of Rights! Yes. He just lost his shit. He sure did. No, oh, that was awesome. Full Bobby McRambo. <clears throat> Linda Hunt has no idea what's Bobby. going on. She missed the beginning of the episode? This is as far as you go. Okay, oh, now we're raiding the nun killer. Well, I hope it's him that did it. Oh, they got a, like a semi-SWAT team going on. The full SWAT team. Okay, so Ray Abruzzo here is leading a SWAT team, and they are in full SWAT gear. He's just wearing a rain jacket, and yet he's the one who's about to lead the charge. Well, yeah, he's the recurring character. <laughs> Shouldn't he put it like a hat on or something? You'd imagine. A goggles, maybe? Police officers, can we come in? He's trying to close the door. Yep. Taking the door open. SWAT just shot the shit out of him. Holy slips. They shot him like 16 times. Oh, that is the screenshot of all screenshots. (laughs) SWAT SWAT just brutally murdered this guy. And then... Helen Gamble comes walking in in a power suit with a pencil skirt and a little flak vest. 
Yes, well, you know, she has to saunter in because she just assassinated someone else. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> We're getting all of our greatest hits in one episode. Oh, there it is. Oh, he's got pictures of himself with Lindsay, all creepy-like. He's obsessed. Oh, he's still alive. Do you know why you're dying? You stabbed the wrong girl. Can you hear me, Mike? You know why you're dying? She's talking right to me. (laughs) Oh, there's another girl tied up in there. My God. What does he just collect him? Don't fuck with Helen. So he had also, another why one? Is there no he waited another day to regain consciousness. I thought he was wearing his jacket. Right? She could be dead too. Hey, babe. Hey. Where all the squibs? Hey, babe. Okay. I just killed the shit out of that guy. Yeah, I just murdered someone for you. That's the second person she's say? had killed for the firm. Meanwhile, Lucy takes a shower and the whole internet's watching it because I couldn't do shit for her. But right. don't fuck with Lindsay. Right. Hurts. So it was Kingston. Seems so. Uh, only thing is, the last left. girl he kidnapped. It was the same day of your assault, and uh, she Easy. doesn't think he ever left the apartment. Something else gonna happen. So maybe it wasn't him. Well, sh- she can't be sure he didn't leave, and we think he must have. Hello. Heard you were feeling some chest pains, Lindsay. Oh my God, Miss oh, Larkin! Oh shit! On the TV in the hospital, it's Joey Herrick is on the TV. I fucking knocked it out of the park, man. That's like that's like Babe Ruth calling a shot. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Oh, I swear I didn't know. Oh, my God. And and wait, like the Joker in Batman, somehow he accessed the the, closed circuit TV feed in the hospital to her room. He's, He's fucking jigsaw. Holy shit. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have any wits about you, go and watch the season three season finale. Holy shit. Oh, my shit. God. I simply had to extend my good wishes. Whenever I hear of somebody getting stabbed, my head just goes to that poor Susan Robin girl. Oh, my so God. Blast from the past Susan Robin. Anyway. Susan Robin is the one better. that they accused... Uh, Michael Monks of killing. Holy shit. So all the way back in the Michael Monks case, that was Larroquette too? He said something about it. (laughs) So basically any unsolved murder this season has just been Larroquette behind the scenes. (laughs) Oh, I hope they don't catch him. Do not catch him. Also, you know, we should point out here, he had his hair dyed. He's brown hair now. Why doesn't she ever work late? This is fucking Looney Tune. Woohoo! Buckle up. Wow. Season finale. I'll bring him in for questioning. It is enjoy Herrick. He just can't resist the game. That's all that was about. I don't like him knowing about Susan Robin. What more? I like I like Eugene right off the bat after all this, being like, nah, it was just a bluff. Nah. What is that about? Everyone knows about Susan Robin. It was front page news. What's your theory, Helen? That Joey Herrick killed Susan Robin? Yes. <laughs> 
he's always had some sort of special hatred towards Eleanor. Eleanor dated George Fogelman. Maybe it's about framing George. That's a bit of a chess game, isn't it? Who's the sickest chess player we know? Look, if Joey has a special hatred toward me, why did he stab Lindsay? I don't know. Like, any of this is supposed to make sense? We're dealing with a psychotic. So what are you going to do now? Get another warrant? Knock down Joey Herrick's door? Yes. So, Jimmy sees a, a picture, and they fucking go Rambo on Kittleson. And yet, <laughs> right. this guy who they know for a fact murdered at least two people. Is a murderer. Has the, involved himself in this. Is they're like, eh, what you, I mean, you're barking up the wrong lesbian here. <laughs> Unbelievable. What if Michael Kingston didn't do this? We just assassinated the guy. Oh, yeah. An innocent man. All he did was kill a nun. I'm bringing Joey in. I suggest so you... Part of assassinating people. Yeah, and you're going to... fit. You put a guy away for life, 20 years, for that very crime... I might remi- remind you, Gamble, and now you feel bad because you might have assassinated the guy who actually did it? What sense does that make? Well, now they're wondering maybe he didn't do it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm George. If Joey did frame George, maybe he saw him that night. Hiller's back with a ruling. Oh, the beeper. <laughs> Good old back to 99 beeper. What? Michael Monks it's is in this episode too. Yeah. You're George. Why would he want to frame me? I Pull don't know. Out all the stuff. Maybe he knew you'd come running to us. Maybe he thought that you and I were still dating. I, I don't know. Let the bodies hit sense. the floor. Let Look, the bodies George, hit know, the floor. Some murderers want to be caught by specific people, and Joey Herrick. He is this narcissistic, sick. Look, I don't really think he's the one who stabbed Lindsay, and I don't think he's the one who killed Susan Robin, but stranger things have happened, and God knows he loves seeing us spin, which we're certainly doing no. now. Don't do this to me. You're hitting a buffer, Keith. I didn't like it. Not now of all times. Hold on. I want to get this queued up, though, in case we need it Look again. Look how luxurious Cameron's hair is in that Oh, what a still frame. I got Oof, it. Like I... a Pantene commercial. I gotta make sure not to roll more than 30 seconds of this, but I want to cue this up in case we need it. Okay. I don't know, I don't know what you're doing. Let the bodies hit the floor. 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 Yes! <laughs> we might need it. We might. Here's this picture. Did you see anybody that night who looks like him? Unfortunately, I opened that on my works YouTube. <laughs> and so that's going to screw their algorithm up hard. I work for an educational company. <laughs> Love it. Hold on. I'm changing that right now. And you're all going to listen to me do it because that should have made me fired. <laughs> I can't fire you. You're doing an, an online education like on death company metal. right now. You're right. In the apocalypse, you're like the most essential worker out there right now. And it's uh, it's kind of it's kind of true. I you know my general so I make tutorial videos for how to use this particular piece of software and all the different features. It's an LMS, a learning management system, and generally my hits get my videos get you know between a thousand, two thousand hits, pretty much over their lifetime. You know that many teachers are looking for that feature at a certain time. I posted one the other day and it I hit like 18,000 clicks overnight. Oh my god. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. 
Let's get back to the You're episode. going viral. Well, yeah. Well, his face looks familiar, but... I'll just replace them all with episodes the of this podcast. You guys were defending it. Nice. You have got to think back to the night that Susan Robin was murdered. You didn't see anyone like him? I don't think I did, Eleanor. I was busy cutting a woman's head off. Keith, is the season finale not one fan? The giant fan's not in the corner of the courtroom. But what is going on with the backdrop behind those windows? Yeah, that looks not, terrible. Not great. Not great. It seems silly. It's like a comic book A drawing. suspect can't change his mind. Here, the defendant was given his rights. He wasn't coerced or beaten. He decides he'll cooperate. But the law says too bad. Once he asks for counsel, the police can't even ask him what he wants for dinner. And without the confession, this man walks because they've got nothing else. A month ago, I was faced with putting a nun killer back on the street because of a bad search. Though I recognized the absurdity of the application of the Fourth Amendment in that instance, I was the good judge. I followed the law, set the man free. And two nights ago, the lawyer who championed both him and the Fourth Amendment, it seems he stabbed her. The way we keep putting them back out there. It takes a brave judge to look beyond the horror at hand and nevertheless cling to the principles of our constitution, principles we proudly live by in this room. She should have gotten her own closing time. Yeah. I, um... I'm afraid I'm not that brave any longer. Oh, shit. Everything's backwards today. If you see the street again, Mr. Watson, it'll be through the appeals court. You won't get there by my gavel. The motion to Although, suppress is denied. The oddly, she will just stand trial, won him his appeal by explaining her own bias. Yeah, which is, I think, the in the purpose. rules. Yeah. So, you know, that's going to be interesting to adjudicate Bobby there because he lost by winning, he won by losing. Right. He blew That's up his true. own case, you know what I mean? Yeah, MVL is going to be very difficult this week. We just found the weapon. What? In a dumpster behind Michael Kingston's apartment. And Joey Herrick? Says he was on a date. We're trying to verify. I think Eugene's right. He's just having some fun with you. Wait, so they brought Larry Kent back just to fuck with them? I think he came back. Kingston? <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't Unless be Joey beyond Joey just to fuck with everyone. I never rule him out, Eugene. It wasn't Joey Herrick. I might as well go home and burn my robe. It was within your discretion. Hey, these laws don't get revisited higher up unless some superior court judge forces the issue. 
How are you doing? It's been a rough day. I'm fine. <laughs> you were booked on a homicide, Roberta. Don't tell me you're fine. I'll be in my chambers. Jimmy. What you gonna do, Jimmy? You don't ever want to be appearing before me, counsel. Oh, shit. Please wait, wait, wait. So pause out. it. Pause it right there. I never really Mike. thought I did this, Your Honor. What I, I simply had to recognize time out, time out. that you couldn't be My certain mouse. I didn't. I also have two mice, oh. Keith, as it turns out. Oh, God. <laughs> there are four, four mice between us for no reason. Oh, God. We're so lonely. All right. So. <laughs> All right. So what I need you to do here, I need you to do how you would apologize for, for getting your girlfriend arrested for murder. Well, I have to be Jimmy, though. Okay, you have to be Jimmy. Because I actually have a pretty good one, and I bet it'll okay. be better than Jimmy's. Okay. When you first approached me, I never really believed that you could be attracted to me. You've had mm. so many high-powered, attractive lawyers. For God's sakes, you've, you've, you've made a pass at Bobby and... I just was waiting for the other shoe to drop all this time. And then when I saw that picture, it became clear to me that you were only using me to get to Bobby. That's where my brain went. And I just felt like betrayed and, and heartbroken. And I, I took it to Bobby and it, things spiraled from there. And I know you can never forgive me, but. if you, Okay. All if, right. So I understand that. But uh Usually when things spiral, somebody gets drunk, they leave a bad voicemail message. You got me arrested for murder! Okay, I understand you're upset. I'm not asking for forgiveness. I'm asking for you to bend over that desk. <laughs> and let's end this the way it all started. <laughs> Hard pass. Okay. Sometimes people react bigger to things when emotions are running higher. This was a friend of mine who got stabbed. A dear friend. And you, you might be somebody that I've uh, fallen in love with. Wow. Whoa. So just the idea that you might not be the person I thought you were, it made me have this big overreaction. I don't know how to say how sorry I really am. Trust me. Whether you are able to convey your sorrow here is completely irrelevant. Please leave. It's a big ask. I don't want it to be <laughs> over between us. It is. Whatever you believe, Jimmy, believe that. Damn. I was in jail. She barely looks inconvenienced by the. Oh, now. Oh, I'm wrong. So better if they at least found Kingston's prints on She outacted my expectations. She sure did. With that last split, it was maybe like 10 frames, we saw her true vulnerability. But she, Unbelievable. Had, to play, she had to play it cool. Well, it's, it's such good acting, but it's also terrific directing. Oh, yeah. And great editing, too. To cut Just it right the, there. Yeah, editing. I mean, cutting it right there. Because I'm sure she went on for longer. Just oh, yeah. Don't give us more than a half of a second of the vulnerability. It's great. 
you know how hard it must be to play that character because it's just been so up and down. Yeah. See, you can relax. You really okay? Yeah. I think I'm just tired from all the visits, you know, from my parents. It really hurts when office. I shit because, you know, Joey my intestines Herrick. and all. I guess that's yeah. my cue to leave. They took off my sick makeup and take made me a beautiful. Thanks, Father. Yeah. Thanks. You take care too, Bobby. P.S. It's not like illegal to like break into a hospital camera system and taunt a, a group of lawyers over somebody's bed. You know, I'm not sure they've written that law. <laughs> it's pretty specific. I will. Father? Kiss my ass. Excuse me? Woo. I read in the paper your little quotes, what you said to the archdiocese. Oh, Father, I was acting out. I thought a nun had... Hmm? She's my best friend, my roommate. I... Look, I'm Catholic. With Catholics like you, who needs Protestants? Oh, shit. Woo, that is a salty priest for a murderer. Although, Keith, you do know what happens when you fuck with Helen Gamble, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, in this conversation... Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. That's what happens. I mean, to be fair, both of them have killed somebody. I mean, her body count's higher than his, but they are both responsible for deaths this season. <laughs> oh, now that's a soundbite for tolerance. Helen. Maybe you could kiss my... Helen! <laughs> Come on. How you doing? I'm fine. Um, listen, I, I've, I've been waiting all day to be alone with her. What, you want me to leave? Yeah. Yes. Well, I won't. Helen. No, I've hardly seen her at all. It's not like you two can do anything. She has tubes all over. I want to talk to her. Well, then talk to her. There's nothing you can't say to her in front of me. After there are everything... some things. I'm not leaving. Say what you gotta say. Make it quick. I'll cover my ears. Ugh. All right. Um. Mary. I knew it! What? No! Do you mind? Can Sorry. anything more happen in this episode? She could say yes. Marry you? These past two days, I realized that I can't live without you. And I don't want to. Bobby! Bobby, marriage me is probably not something you should decide in the heat of crisis. Lindsay, if there's, if there's anything that this crisis has to Helen is standing right there. <laughs> and I want you to grow old with me. I I, I might leave the husband. show in a couple seasons, but I still want to be married. <laughs> and I want you to be my wife. Yes, Dylan, come on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Just say yes. Quiet. Say yes. Sorry. The podcast. We'll give you softballs. You want to think it over? No, she's going to say yeah, yes. Yeah, we're going to give him hard balls. Can you imagine? Yeah. I, no. Just say yes, I think you I bitch. <laughs> okay. I thought it over. Yes. Yeah! Really? Really? Oh this God. episode is bananas. Bobby, that's not, that's not how it works. She's not celebrating with Helen. Not a chance. Just ignore her, Bobby. Bobby's like, I've had you oh. both. I almost forgot. Jesus. I, uh, 
I mean, it's true. I, I got this for you. Oh, Bobby. It's so big. Quiet. She knows from experience. It's a beautiful moment. They could be a throuple. Yeah. I mean, I don't think... I don't think Lindsay's gonna be having any intercourse anytime soon. <sighs> Keith, this is exactly what I needed in a pandemic, was this episode. Yes! This episode is Gonzo! Oh, there's so much to talk about. <laughs> I know! Alright, here's a B-roll of Boston. B-roll of Boston. It looks like a drone shot. Clearly no it's not. No. Oh wait. The crane, there's a nun walking down the street at night. the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Get it's George Fogelman! No! No! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Turn on your camera! <laughs> oh! Wow! Oh my God! <laughs> I am absolutely flabbergasted. Boom! They were like, you know what? Maybe there isn't a season four. We're putting it all out there. <laughs> Literally. Oh my God! That was bananas so this whole time we're thinking kittleson's the psycho they tell us that that other guy's a psycho but it turns out volgaman was a psycho this whole time this whole time after like 700 episodes all of that back and forth where he convinces helen to not helen uh, uh eleanor to eleanor, trust yeah. him and all that stuff it was all bullshit he's at the christmas party so and they just brought back the Joey Herrick red herring, the the red herrings in this episode. I know endless, and like elaborate. That was like a Batman Riddler jigsaw. Holy shit! It was like shit. a whole season worth of twists in one episode. Okay, well hold on. We all have to take a second to wash our hands, and then we'll be back. All right. Why should young people care about the spread of coronavirus? Well, we know that people with underlying medical conditions over the age of 60 are at highest risk, but they've got to get it from somebody. So we're asking everyone to be selfless for others so that we can protect those who are most susceptible. Not going to bars, not going to restaurants. It all just means physical separation so that you have a space between you and others. For more information on how you can social distance, please go to coronavirus.gov. Okay, are you good and scrubbed? You know what it's oh, time for. so scrubbed. Ladies and gentlemen, the Out of Practice Podcast, in unofficial, unsolicited, unfactual association with David E. Kelly Productions, proudly present... Oopsie! The Oopsies! Celebrating excellence in action! 
acting good, lawyering good, guesting good, and being Tom Brady. Not to mention, this is where we rate the episode and stuff. Now, here are your hosts, Keith and Mike. What the hell are the oopsies? Whew. Wow. You're still shaking your head. That took me on a ride, and you promised it, Keith. I did. And I, you know, and I, I always am reticent to hype an episode because, you know, you, you don't want to be disappointed. But I knew this one was a safe one that I could hype and would still top all of your expectations. Wow. Nothing could have prepared me. Other outside of my what does Mike think's going to happen because I randomly was <laughs> really pretty accurate on this. 100% right. <laughs> um did I not think when I said they were going to bring blast from the past, I didn't think I mean I even thought Joey Herrick would be crazy, but we got we got Michael Monks, we got Lara Kett, we got a Kittleson wrap up. I mean, we got it all. Woo! Woo! and a proposal. And a proposal and an acceptance. And a murder. And a, <laughs> and a murder and a murderer still on the streets. Yeah, somebody got. We're we're getting ahead of ourselves. Hold on. Wait. So he was. It's not time yet. Mike is still processing. Well, I'm just trying to now think of like what the motive for him to try to kill uh, Lindsay is. All good questions. Oh my god, season four! I need you. The first, we have to talk about the MVL. Who is the MVL no, we, for this? We have to talk about this whole podcast, Keith, because from the very inception, I thought my role was going to be taking the piss out of everything because you're the super fan and I'd never watched it and I'd just be taking the piss out of the practice all the time. I am so into this show. <laughs> Everybody's binging Tiger King and I'm just like, I can't wait for the next practice episode. I mean, ask Keith. You know, we try to do this once a week, but I'm like, hey, you want to try to do six this week? <laughs> <laughs> you really do. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. oh boy! It's because the challenge. I thought I was going to be lazy by not watching the next episode to prepare, but now I'm like, oh, it's it's torture because I want to watch the next four or five. Right? <laughs> okay. Okay. MVL. All right, okay. MVL. MVL. Well, Bobby lost his shit, but he did the only litigating this week. He did. And he got his client uh, in jail for life. I guess we could go opposing counsel. I forget his name at this point. Uh, it would be Curtis Simmons, ADA Curtis Simmons. Well, talk played about by a, Tyrese Allen. Talk about a backdoor oopsie, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I think he has to win it, right? I, I think I think you're right. Like in an episode <laughs> that featured all of the things we have just all experienced <clears throat> together. The MVL goes to fucking Curtis Simmons, yeah. who had like two lines. Well, there you go. No, okay, well, congratulations on the oopsie upset of the century. Now we start getting into the hard stuff. Already famous because you've been on TV. Getting a paycheck. Or the first entry on your IMDb. Way to go. But you're the best guest actor. You are the best guest actor. Well, literally everyone we've ever met was in this episode. Pretty much, yes. Great work by everybody. Uh, oh, man. This will be the first time Larry Cat's been on and he's not won an oopsie. 
That's true. Well, he just did a cameo because they clearly he was he was filming something else. He was clearly filming something else. His hair was dyed. His hair was dyed (laughs) as a completely different color. They clearly put a camera up on the set of whatever he was filming at that point and said, here's five lines. Go. Um, So I think that the two starring attractions, as they always are, were. Yes. uh, um, Oh, my God. I don't have the Linda Hunt and Holland Taylor. Yes. Thank you, Keith. Uh, uh-huh. I saw the fear in your eyes, but I I couldn't come up with Holland Taylor for whatever reason. So I think that once again, and I think Linda Hunt, you know that I'm a humongous fan. I give her the oopsie every chance I get. She's a I, season oopsie award winner. But I think that Holland Taylor once again just absolutely slayed it in an episode where they wrote that character and our perceived notion of that character all over the goddamn map. Yeah. She was still grounded. She still was even able to like just visually portray her hardness. But then that one moment when Jimmy left and she just broke down a little bit. Yeah. I, that steals it for me. I, I No, I agree. I think it's that like 10 frames at 30 frames a second. She maybe had 10, 15 frames and it won her the oopsie. Yep. Otherwise, I probably would have gone Linda Hunt. Interesting. But uh, but yeah, no, I think it's Holland Taylor. Holland Taylor, congratulations on getting an oopsie for this episode, which apparently the bar there is very high and very low for this crazy episode. Which brings us to... You killed your podiatrist and blew the case, but you let a single tear run down your face. You're the best actor on the show. Keith, I sing these goddamn things in the shower. (laughs) I'm so sorry. If nothing else happens, if nobody listens to this podcast, which is the current accomplished there, (laughs) the current track, uh, we've set up an experiment, and I think we're going to see it through. We're absolutely (laughs) seeing it through. Since we're never leaving the house again, we're doing this in the apocalypse, and we haven't missed a week. (laughs) We're in the end times. Oh goddamn, it's true. Um. Everybody's great as always, but not really everybody's in the episode. I mean, I don't think that uh, Rebecca D. Cricket had a line. She had like two lines. But, but yeah. Bobby McRambo got to have a nervous breakdown this episode. Two of them, in fact. Uh, and there was, I think there's, I, I just think it was his episode, believe yeah. it or not. So I think Bobby. Yeah. No, I mean, he started with tears, ended with screams. Finished uh, with happiness. Dylan, you could have been receiving this oopsie in real time. You blew it. I, I did he though. <laughs> did he though? Yeah, you're gonna go back on that post and it's gonna be like, yeah, absolutely. I'll see you this week. Just call me. And then it's gonna be like a sad dot 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 because we never did. Because <laughs> you never checked to see whether he accepted. Well, he would have had to DM us. Did you say DM us? I think I did. I said slide up in my DMs, which is probably why he didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Let me ask you, did you check the DMs? Uh, Yeah, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, congratulations (laughs) on your oopsie. That was a hell of an episode to win an oopsie for. Which brings us to... The Tom Brady Award for being Tom Brady. Tom Brady Tampa Tom... Tampa Tom. Tampa Tom. Well, we, uh, 
he he was for bizarre reasons the White House press pool Tom Brady <laughs> this previous week, which I did Photoshop him into the White House yes, press room. It's been wonderful. I like to mention that as of as of late, I've been trying to come up with these on the spot, uh, yes. which is why I had took such a long jog last week to get there. <laughs> I'll make it a little bit easier and topical for everybody this week. So uh we've all been spending probably a lot more time online, if that's even possible these days. And on social media, then it's probably healthy. And I think that we can all come together to agree that there are way too many people live streaming concerts from their living room. But I get that creators need to create. And so it's, I'm not going to fault people for putting Wait, their... wait, wait, wait. So you <laughs> are criticizing no, and I'm... casting aspersions and shame on people... Posting their nonsense out on the internet that nobody asked for. On episode 72 of your podcast, nobody asked for or cares about. Yeah, but to get to my podcast, you gotta you gotta subscribe to it. I'm not just posting on so if you go on Facebook, you see me doing a podcast. Fair. But I'm not casting the aspersion. Like I said, I think singers need to sing and, and performers need to perform and put their art out there. I get all that. But I think we can all agree. That if I got to watch one more person take their shirt off and, and live stream their workout, like I want to do push-ups with everybody and their mother. Oh, yeah. It's too much. And so this week, the Tom Brady word for being Tom Brady goes to live stream workout Tom Brady. <laughs> <clears throat> I love it. Because God, God knows he's probably doing that, and I want to see how you Photoshop it. Okay. Live stream workout Tom Brady. Congratulations. <laughs> For your oopsie. Okay, it's finally time. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to announce how many spare tires this episode gets. We've been doing this one since the end of the episode, but sum it all up for us. Well, you know, there's a little bit of, there's so many things, because usually there's some, they leave a, a, a things untied or... They did such a good job trying to like tie up all these loose ends, even to the point where the one thing I was going to criticize, I was thinking to myself, you know, Lindsay has been horrifically stabbed, near death. She's on a ventilator, near death. And the only people coming to visit her are people from work. Right? Oh, yeah, You'd fair think enough. like a family member would be like holding her hand. That's like, true. I didn't even <laughs> think about that. She has uh, no family. But They're all orphans. They put, At least the writing tried to cover it. You know what I mean? Like... How they so? were like, be, he when Bobby came in right before the proposal scene, somebody said, "Oh, her family, her family just left." Oh, oh, okay. So All right. you know, it's like if That's their daughter's their daughter's dying in the hospital. Well, they came to visit for like twenty five minutes. Well, you know, they're in Boston. They want to get a uh, get some clam chowder. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I mean, we've said it. It's like a Sunday, Keith. It's like a friendly Sunday. Ooh. Some people, some people like just a simple. Give me the hot fudge, the cherry on top, and keep no, and vanilla ice cream. No, give me the I peanut want, butter clown. Yes, I want the Reese's pieces. I want some Oreos crumbled up top. Just give me more candy, and that is exactly what the team over at the practice gave me this week. They gave me Joey Harris. They gave me Crazy Kittleson. They gave me Kittleson in jail. 
They gave me Michael Monks dressing up like a nun. They gave me everything you could possibly. Oh, Bobby got married. An assassination. A stabbing. A breakdown in court. Not just any assassination. A SWAT team assassination led by a guy without a a vest on. The rear brought up by a woman in a power pencil skirt. You had had 50 nuns in a courtroom. 50 runs of... And then Helen got down as the man was dying... They did. It's not like they brought in the medics. Usually, at that point, they even if they shoot a suspect, they they bring in nine one one. But yeah. she's like, she's like, no, she's like, I want you to know who did this. <laughs> do you know why you're dying right now? Was the line? He's got another girl bound and gagged in the corner, and we he forgot about wasn't her. Even the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, this took Bobby. This made Bobby McRambo look like a uh, a brick piece. It really did. Now, Keith, you know I'm a. I love more. I know yeah. that you like. Oh, yeah. You sometimes think less is more, but I can't help. But go balls out. Oh my God! What's going to happen? It a nine point two five. Whoa! Nine point two five. It's all the tires, baby. I can't give it a ten because it was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm going nine two five with oh. absolute joy in my heart. Oh, yeah. I mean, yes. It's absolutely gonzo, ridiculous. It's, you know, it's like uh, the Monty Python sketch with the French guy. I cannot, I cannot eat it, but it's waffles in. I can't eat another bite. And then he explodes. Oh. That was this episode. Uh, but how much fucking fun was that? Oh, the most fun. How much fun was that? We got everybody we loved. It just, it never stops spinning. It starts with a stabbing of a lead character, and it's like the least interesting thing that happens in the whole episode. Yeah. It it spins up and up and up and up, and we get some great performances. We kind of forgot we had some cast members, but whatever. I, yeah, I, this is, I was so excited to do this episode. Uh, because it is, whew, obviously, there are classier episodes. Like, this is sort of the desperate housewives of the practice, where you're not having this huge, beautiful, philosophical discussion on a topic, you know, that where it's tearing our country apart. It's just sort of gonzo action. Uh, but I loved it. I think it was earned. Everything was set up so... Throughout the entire season, actually two seasons, we've set up so that when we see Joey Herrick, we scream, right? That's I mean, I the stood work. up and ran around the room. Yeah. So that is work that has been, you know, seeds planted two seasons ago that have been paid off here. Um, so I firmly, confidently give it a nine. I just so punched my own headphones so we're talking off. One, 9.12. Right there. 9.125. So not only, Keith, you brought up a good point about planting seeds. You know, a lot of confidence, a lot of confidence goes into this episode because not only, and confidence from before, because I remember criticizing or at least complaining when we were getting to the tail end, quote unquote, end of the uh, Michael Monk's case, because it had been dragging on for episodes and episodes and episodes. Right, right. I remember them, I remember thinking at that point, look, we got to wrap this up. And even at that point, I think they knew we're not done with him. They And they had the confidence to kind of ride that line. On top of that, 
Or David E. Kelly was yep. out of ideas and had a bad burrito and he had some fever dream and this was the episode. Yeah, maybe. But also, coming into a season finale, they were able to really thread an important needle here, I think. Because not only did they really tie up a lot of the loose ends, like we figured out how a lot of things actually took, actually resolved. Right. But they did so without putting any of our great big bads in prison. So we still can possibly have more Michael Monks. We can still right. have more Judge Kittleson. We can have more Joey Herrick. We have all of those tools still at their disposal while this was still satisfying. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Really, really successful. Oh, my goodness. Well, we did it. Stay tuned next week for our season Oopsie Award Spectacular. Oh, yeah. And guests it will out be the wazoo. So many guests coming on. So many guests. It's going to be really fun. I have I have a surprise that I've put together for oh, you. Oh, I'm so excited. It's going to be a blast. So, uh, oops. Ladies and gentlemen. That would be the... <laughs> Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. (laughs) Oh, that was going to be so good. Well, folks, you've gotten through this episode of Out of Practice. Thank you so much for listening all the way through season three. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at outofpracticepodcast or at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Out of Practice Podcast on Blogspot at outofpracticepodcast.blogspot.com. You can be a founding sponsor like Leanne writes by going to anchor.fm slash outofpracticepodcast and throwing us a bone or two. That's all yeah, I got. Talk. You can do those things. In our show notes, we're going to link you to the CDC. We're going to link you to how you can give us money or help out others in need in this crazy time. You know, we joke a lot about being a hero but the truth is is that you're living in a time with us where you can be a hero and you can simply be a hero by staying in your house if it's possible keep others safe by keeping yourself isolated this is not a period of time that will last forever and thank god we live in an age with so much to stream so much to listen to so many podcasts to be a part of thank you for being part of our family we hope that you and your family are safe and stay healthy in this crazy crazy time now please get yourself a giant-ass laser weapon and laser sounds. Let the bodies hit the floor. Lasers.